Hey guys, does the devil know your name? Okay, I'm going to read a passage to you guys from the scripture. I'm going to tell you why it's important for the devil to know your name. Okay, so I'm going to read to you. And uh, this is in um, Acts 19, uh, verses... Um, this is Act 19, verses um, thir uh, 13. Yeah, Act 19, verses 13. Yeah, so it says, Then some of the Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord, Jesus, over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you by the, by the Jesus whom Paul preaches, also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered, and, um, the, in the spirit, in the evil spirit answered and said, "Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you?" When the man in, in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. This is a very interesting passage to show you guys how the spiritual realm, how the demonic world works, okay? Those men, those exorcists, those Jewish exorcists did not have faith in Christ, okay? They're trying to cast out a demon, saying that um, by the uh, the Jesus that Paul preached, they're trying to use, this is by the Jesus that Paul preached, they're trying to drive out the demon. They don't even have a personal relationship with Jesus. But they're trying to use the Jesus that Paul preached to cast out a demon. So what happened? The evil spirit overpowered them and beat them up. And they, they were wounded and naked. Okay, when it comes when it comes to casting out demons, if you're not right with the Lord, if you're not right with God, you cannot cast out no demons. The Jewish exorcists learned that the hard way. They were not a threat to the um to to the demons. Okay. They were not a uh, they were not a threat to the um, spiritual forces the, the the spiritual forces of darkness, demonic spirits, principalities. They were not a threat. The reason they were not a threat is because they were not saved. They did not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You cannot cast out no demons without knowing Christ. By what authority would you cast out a demon? Jesus is the only one that you could cast out a demon by using his name. Okay, you cannot use any other name to cast out demons. Okay, so they, le they learn that the hard way. So the question I have for you guys does the devil know your name?
Okay? The devil knows Jesus' name. The devil knows Paul's name. Why does the devil know Paul's name? Okay? We could set aside the Lord's name uh, for now because, you know, he's God. He's 100% God. He's 100% man. So the devil, the demons, obviously will know who he is. But why do they know Paul? Paul is a mortal human being just like me and you. Okay? Paul is not divine. They know Paul's name because they see Paul. They see they see that Paul is a um, is a righteous person. His heart is in the right place. He's willing to die for uh, for for the Lord. He's the real deal. He's not a compromised believer. He's real. Okay, he's about that life. That's how they know who he is. Because they test Paul, and they see Paul is a real soldier. Paul is not fake. Okay? The devil knows who's real and who's not. He knows if you are a compromised Christian, and he knows if you are a real soldier. Like you guys says in the um, American culture, if you're right or die, are you willing to die for Christ? Are you willing to live and, 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 and for him and also give your life for him. The devil knows that. The demons are not stupid. They are highly intelligent. You gotta understand they are supernatural beings. Okay, they observe us nonstop. They observe me. Okay, they trying to um, see what's your weakness. They trying to see how they could attack you. Okay? They study you because they are in war with you. Okay? So Paul is a threat to the kingdom of darkness because Paul is willing to do whatever for whatever the Lord wants, he's willing to do it. People like that scares demons. Demons are scared of those who are Holy Spirit-filled believers, who's unwilling to compromise, okay? Those type of believers, they pose a threat to the kingdom of darkness, okay? Those demons pose a, uh, those, those believers pose a serious threat. The devil only know your name if you are a threat to his kingdom. Unfortunately, a lot of Christians, a lot of believers, does not know their authority. The devil is very smart. Because since you do not know your authority, then he's not afraid of you. You know, it's like giving somebody an AR-15 or AK-47. That person is in the middle of a war. They still have the safety pin on. They do not know how to use the um, AR-15. So that's how a lot of believers are. They are in the middle of the war. They are in the middle of a spiritual battle, but they don't know how to use their weapon. Your weapon is your Bible. Okay? The devil does not mind that you go to church. The devil does not mind that you read your Bible. He could care less. 
as long as you don't read, you don't, what you read in the Bible, as long as you don't apply it to your life. So you can read the Bible all day long, as long as you don't apply what you read in the Bible to your life. Okay? So that's how the enemy thinks. If he poses a threat to his kingdom, he knows your name. Unfortunately, most believers does not pose a threat to the kingdom of darkness. Okay? This is how you pose a threat to the devil's kingdom. Do you expose the works of darkness? In Ephesians, I think Ephesians 6, Paul, right? Paul says, expose the works of darkness. If you expose the works of darkness, then you pose a threat to his kingdom. Okay? So do you live a sanctified life? Are you set apart from the world? When people see you, do they say, oh, this person is different? He's not like everybody else. Okay? Do you hate evil, suffering, injustice? Do you have a strong hatred for those things? Do you have a thirst for the truth? Are you on a path? Are you seeking righteousness? Okay? Are you unwilling to compromise when it comes to the gospel? Okay, you are not known to compromise. Like, you're unwilling to, uh, to compromise. When you see sin, you call it sin, sin. You do not spend sin. You do not spend it. You do not make excuses. You do not justify sin. Okay? Do you um, live your life in a way where people see you, they say, well, this person, that's a true Christian right there. Okay? Are you willing to give your life for Christ? Are you willing to die for Christ? Okay, so if you, if you check, if you say yes to all those things that I just mentioned, then the enemy sees you as a threat. He's going to attack you in your dreams, giving you all kind of filthy, um, disgusting dreams, sex, especially sexual dreams. You know, like somebody like myself, who's been celibate for such a long time, the enemy always gives me sexual dreams, right? He sees me as a threat the way I live my life. I'm a serious threat to the kingdom of darkness because I live a sanctified life. I live a godly life. I want nothing to do with this world. I am detached from this fallen world. I am in this world, but I'm not of it. My spiritually, my spirit is not here. Physically, I'm here, but my spirit is with the Lord. Okay? I could care less. This world could be burned down. I could care less about that. I'm in this world, but I'm not of it. I want no part of the sin the evil this world has to offer. When I see sin and evil in this fallen world, I'm gonna call it out. And I'm not looking for friends. Do you love this world? If you love this world, you know you are an enemy of God, right? It says that in the scripture. I read that last night. You are an enemy of God if you love this world. What does this world has to offer? The lust of the flesh, you know, your pride, 
you know, nothing holy. This world is ungodly. The Bible said if you are living godly life, you will be persecuted. If you don't want to be persecuted, live ungodly life. The enemy is not going to come after you if you live in sin and ungodliness. He's coming after you if you live in a life of righteousness, a life of truth, then he's going to come after you. Okay? Pursue holiness. Okay? Who cares if you face persecution? Nobody wants to be your friend. You're always under attack. Look, I'd be the first one to tell you guys, it's not easy being a believer. It's not easy living a godly life. People will attack you. Okay? Um, you'll get mistreated. You'll be persecuted for no good reason. Just because you want to live to honor God. The devil is the God of this world. That's what the Bible says. He has... He has so much power. I mean, he has a lot of power. He's very, he influenced this fallen world in lies and deception. Okay? To live a life of godliness, you have to be set apart. To be a threat to his kingdom, you have to call him out, expose the, the works of darkness, hate evil, hate suffering and justice. And what's nothing to do with the sin of this world. Okay? So, yes, at the end of the day, if the devil knows your name, that's a good thing. If the devil does not know your name, because that's because you are irrelevant to him. You are irrelevant if he doesn't know your name. Because you're not a threat. You do not threaten his kingdom. Okay? You have to become a threat to his kingdom. Every true born-again believer have to be a threat to the devil's kingdom. If you're not a threat, that's means you're not living a godly life. Okay? Read your Bible. I pray three, three times, four times a day sometimes. I stay in prayer. I stay reading my Bible. Okay? When somebody does something to me, I pray for them. I pray for the lost. I spend more time praying for the lost than I pray for myself. If you guys love this dying world, you want to hold on to it, that's fine. Okay, if you want to get everything, if you're trying to get everything out of this world, trying to get all you can out of this falling world, when you take your last breath, you will be in eternal darkness with this falling world, with everything this world has to offer. Life is way too short. Okay? So, take this time to think, to reflect on your life. The year is over in like five days. You're about to start a new year. Ask the Lord to come into your heart. Ask the Lord to change you so the way you live and sin in 2021, 2022, you could have a fresh start. Because you do not know when you're going to take your last breath. Your next breath is not guaranteed. Okay? May the Lord bless you. May, may the Lord comfort you. May the Lord be with you during this holiday season and show you what's important. All right? Thank you, guys. Amen.